we require so much of one another, but so little of ourselves. I'll say that again. We require so much of the other person, so much of one another, and so little of ourselves. Imagine the dilemma that that puts human beings in. It puts us in this ever-judgmental state, ever-state of trying you against trying your image against an image that I would deem as perfect, trying you against a thought that I would deem as being perfect. And that's an unfortunate situation. And I say unfortunate situation because how in the world can we rationalize the thought process of someone else? How can we judge someone else's thought process uh, unless we know fully what it is that goes into their thought process, their perspective, uh, the things that um, would add to, such as the upbringing, uh, such as the things that they've read. Uh, And so as we require so much of someone else, that there, there goes the energy. There goes Where do I put my energy? Where do I put my focus? I put my focus on someone else trying to live up to a certain expectation. Well, judge not lest ye be judged. Well, what does that mean? How how do we get to a judgment-free zone? How do we get to a, a zone where we allow our brother to just... Uh, to live and we allow our sister to uh, to learn what it is to to be free for themselves and to kind of trial and error in the same way that I've trialed and errored uh, on my path towards uh, what I would deem as you know the vision for my life uh, what my innermost being is saying go this way go this way do this Uh, and that's not a trial for someone else. That's not a, a judgment for someone else. Because how is it that I can hear somebody else's innermost being? Again, their perspective is their own. And so to pay attention and try to control or manipulate uh, or try to dictate what it is or how it is that the other individual is uh, is doing or coming across, that is... Um, that, that's that's a waste of time. <laughs> um, but so often we find ourselves making out for someone. If you're not perfect, if you don't live up to this expectation, that again, it, it, it creates this fallacy. It creates this dilemma uh, for us as we try to move forward. There is no moving forward uh, if we're constantly judging someone else. Um, the thought of Killing cliches says to internalize, says to focus on the in, inside, to focus on the, the, the innermost being and, and that voice and, and what the spirit of the most high God is saying to you as an individual. And as that focus becomes cl- more clear for the individual, I say that is your path. 
And I am not here. No one is here to dictate what your path is. Um, And as you go forward, uh, our hope is that my hope is that uh, it becomes very clear to you which way you should go. Uh, And but that is not in judgment of someone else. Uh, And so as we focus on uh, what our innermost being is saying, that creates a settled thought that creates a balance. Because, again, I know what my innermost being or I'm getting to know what my innermost being is saying about me and the hurts that I have um, experienced. um, They would say a certain thing and they would say, go this way, do this. uh, Look at this person with that uh, uh, eye of judgment or torment to say they're going to do the same thing that somebody else did. That's not fair to that person. Imagine something simple. I've been on uh, I've been on dates. Right. And I think the most unfair thing is for someone uh, brand new to encounter me and take out what it is that they've experienced on me. In the same token, uh, it's very unfair that if I meet somebody brand new that don't know nothing about me, excuse me for saying don't, but don't know nothing about me, nothing about my background, encountering me for the first time. Uh, but I'm taking all of those experiences that I've had, those negative experiences, out on that new person. That's not fair. You don't do it to yourself. You shouldn't. So, I, well, how do we do that to ourselves? How do we take past thoughts and take it out on ourselves? Well, have we learned how to trust our own decisions? Have we learned that um, the thoughts that we have are our own and that they are to lead us uh, to a path that is, is for our success, for our, um, our, our for, uh, desire to prosper. And so as we trust those inward thoughts, uh, that diminishes um, anything external that has happened. And so when I say judge not, lest ye be judged, well, if, if I... Point the finger at somebody and say, you did this. Well, there's there's some fingers that's pointing back at me that say, well, you did this, 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 and this. And so in a judgment-free zone, we're realizing that we're all evolving. We're all moving towards that, um, that height or that vision of perfection that is within ourselves. Uh, and that is not to dictate to someone else how they should be. So... It is time for us to require the vision that we have of ourselves for ourselves and not for someone else. To internalize means that I am um, bringing in the water directly to myself. I spoke on a previous uh, podcast uh, with regard to me being a gardener. And so I learned uh, over this past summer that if I water everything, well, there's seeds and there are roots in the ground that yield some some weeds. Uh, but when I learn how to put that water right on that fruit, right on that plant, that flower that I need to be watered, not only did I learn that uh, the water bill went up when I watered everything, but I'm assuming that the water bill is going to go down <laughs> back to normal. Uh, but that what's more is that the water is going to go where it's needed. And so as we move forward, that is how we uh, 
avoid being being full of judgment. And so, you know, as an educator, um, you know, I, there, there's this quandary that says, well, uh, in the higher level of thinking, judgment is one of the higher levels, right? Uh, but that's when you know just about everything that you can about a subject. That's when you've exhausted every single thing. Now you can evaluate. Now you can judge. Now you can say, uh, well, how do I evaluate? How do I rate this? Uh, what I would I uh, offer this to someone else to read? And if I do, what would be my uh, critique? What would be my analysis? Uh, how would I set it up uh, for them to experience the same type of enjoyment? Uh, and so that's about a book. That's about a subject matter. That's about some curriculum, some academia. But when it comes to the next person, I can't judge you because I don't know everything there is to know about you. Mm. No, you're not telling me everything about you. And neither am I telling you everything about me. <clears throat> That's a human experience. That's a human existence. You know, there are the close ones, the loved ones that we uh, share a little bit more about. Uh, but then there are things that we only go to ourselves about to say, wow, man, that was a hateful thought. That was a that was a lustful thought. That was a uh, that was a thought that. Uh, I wouldn't share with anybody. Uh, that was an action that certainly I wouldn't wish upon anybody. Uh, and so uh, unless you know everything about a subject or a person, you can't judge that person. And so it's time for us to to avoid that uh, with with great diligence. Uh, and I'm saying that because there are there are enough people that are evaluating. Right. I spoke about the images. They evaluate, uh, you know, how big versus how small you are. Uh, the color of your skin, uh, the texture of your hair, the kind of clothes you wear, where you live, the kind of car you drive, your occupation, what school you went to, what was your score uh, to get into that school. If you graduate with, uh, you know, uh, from from a Harvard, well, well, what ranking? All of these things weigh into how people evaluate, weigh into uh, how it is that uh, people waste time. You know, considering somebody else. Well, and as much as I may have been number 50, I'm expecting you to be number one. How do we expect more of our, more of somebody else than we have even experienced for ourselves? And so how, what do we do with this cliche? We learn how to live. We learn how to live and be free. Because in as much as um, pe people are going to judge, people are going to come against, people are going to try to ev evaluate. And as much as I know what I know about me and they don't, your judgment about me has ill effect, has no impact. That's how we are able to live and be free where we're not impacted by the thoughts of somebody else's evaluation. We have a right, again, killing cliches is all about defining ourself, using our own words to define ourself. And as much as we have been given this language, uh, and I appreciate the fact that I can read and write uh, to the extent that I can and I can communicate to the extent that I can in a way that uh, folks can uh, appreciate what it is that's being shared uh, either it's by conversation or in my occupation, my daily life, or through this podcast. 
Uh, and so, you know, that's wonderful. But how do I impact myself? How do I inflict myself on others? Am I judging you? Am I evaluating you? I hope not. I'm learning to, to step away, to steer away from that. Um, because as I evaluate you, such as the same that I'll be evaluated by. Because there's some things, there's some uh, habits of the mind that we're all evolving from. We're all walking. In it. So if I say I'm walking towards the light, I'm the generation of the light, that means that I'm walking in, the, in that direction. I haven't arrived. Neither have you. Neither should I expect that you should have arrived. So as we share, we're moving in that direction. Let's free ourselves from judgment. Let's free ourselves from evaluating uh, up against somebody else, up against somebody else's thought, somebody else's image. Well, because I'm 50 and you're 50, I should be here uh, because you're 50 and you're there. Be where you are and appreciate where you are. Cultivate where you are. Love where you are. Appreciate where it is that you are. Whether it's single, whether it's uh, with a family full, a house full, whether it's empty nest. Appreciate. Every single walk, every single phase, error. Because as we move forward, we get a chance to again evolve. We've grown from the single to the couple to the with children to the singleness, if that's the path that we were on. But we've also grown from the single to the get this done to the uh, occupy this station, occupy this uh, situation in order to learn in order to govern, in order to share with someone else. And so my path is not uh, in, in, in juxtaposition or in contradiction of yours, and neither is yours mine. So that, that allows us to all be individuals as we listen, as we gain what it is that we're to, to, to gain. I mean, there's not anything that has been written. Uh, if I write anything as afterwards, I write you know, a couple things in order to uh, to glean a, a title or a subject matter. Uh, but, you know, we're moving in the same direction together. And that's what connecting the dots, that's what gathering is all about. And that's what living in a judgment-free zone is all about. Realizing that I'm walking on my own path, but I got some folks that's walking with me. And so that allows me to, to experience, again, a greater balance, a, uh, a, a situation that says I'm not by myself. And so I'm not, I know I'm not alone. And so I'm so grateful uh, to live ascended from uh, the judgments of others. You know, we, we still are impacted as human beings. Yeah. Uh, but as we free ourselves, uh, as we uh, take hold of our own words and define ourselves, again, therein lies judgment free. Therein lies victory. There lies the path, the clear path that you're able to see for yourself. And that's what we encourage uh, on Killing Clichés. Uh, so be victorious. Live free. Live free. Live free.